Don't look back because the market is closed. Hello, everyone. Good Monday afternoon. This is Kip Herridge with your daily VRA Investing System podcast. We tell you in just a few minutes what happened in the markets today, and then more importantly, we tell you what's going to happen going forward using the VRA Investing System as our guide. And we're calling today's update uh, earnings, analytics, and oil because that is what looks to be most important to us. And in just a second, going to walk you through uh, what we call FIFO using Bitcoin as the best risk-on uh, piece of analysis uh, that we have, that we believe we have right now. So a lot to unpack here. Let's get right to it. Through Friday, we'll start with earnings. Through Friday, don't have uh, today's final numbers yet, but through Friday, 77% of the 79 S&P 500 companies that have reported so far have beaten earnings estimates on 5.6% growth with 53% companies topping sales estimates on just over 3% growth. We continue to expect earnings to surprise to the upside, but folks, more importantly, we expect earnings revisions to be to the upside. See, you'll hear it from the CEOs on calls, which we've already heard so far from the likes of Jamie Dimon and the banks that have reported this economy is doing fantastic. There will be no recession. There'll be no earnings recession. This is the reality of the Trump economic miracle. Look, we've been preaching this for a couple of years. We predicted Trump would win. We said the Dow Jones would hit 25,000 in, in Trump's first two years. Both of those things happened. We continue to be quite bullish based on a 16 multiple, just a 16 PE multiple. Uh, we expect the Dow to top 30,000 uh, this year. And, of course, the onward and up from, from there. The Federal Reserve looks to be in check now. That was one of the big red flags. That's now out of the way. Now we've got earnings that will continue to improve as the U.S. economy continues to rock and roll. But right now we're dealing with, and if you've been joining us here, we've been telling you about how overbought, extreme overbought, uh, U.S. markets and global markets have gotten. Look, from the uh, 1224 capitulation lows, when you see markets jump 25 30% and do it inside of about three months, look, it's just completely normal that the markets take a breather. Uh, anything else is inviting problems down the road. So uh, we alerted you to it. it. As we told our people here, there's no reason to sell. This is not a sell signal. This is a, a signal uh, to be patient and be smart with new money you're putting into the market. That's all this is. And we saw more of that today. Again, oil was a story today. We're, we continue to be, we had been very bullish on oil and energy stocks, as you know here. Again, if you've been joining us, that's how we're, we're positioned with our clients in the VRA. Uh, oil was up a big, what was it, up 2.6% uh, today at $65.66 a barrel, up $1.66 a barrel on the news that uh, the Trump administration is cracking down even more on Iranian oil imports. Uh, Trump was not kidding when he said we're getting rid of Obama's Iran deal and we're taking it about 10 steps further. We're seeing evidence of that now. Pressure will continue to be on higher oil prices. We're fine with that. Uh, Inflation-adjusted oil prices are still lower than they have been over about a three-decade time frame, so we're good. Uh, not going to be a drag on the economy. Now, in a couple of years, when oil is over $100 a barrel, that's our target, maybe 125 then we might start having a conversation about oil being inflationary, about oil, high oil prices and gas prices at the pump having a drag on the economy. But remember this, folks. If you're even thinking about voting for any of the Green New Deal people, so that's like Elizabeth Warren, 
uh, our Texas boy Beto, Robert Francis O'Rourke, uh, Bernie, of course, uh, you know, uh, Corey, uh, the gay guy, or whatever his name is. If you're planning on voting for any of these folks, you got to remember, in the Green New Deal, gas prices at the pump will surpass $20 a gallon. Your monthly electricity bill will quadruple. And that's all inside is just the first year of their presidency. So <clears throat> that's inflationary. Right? That's Great Depression number two is what that is. So just remember that. But right now, we're, we're fine with the oil prices. It's actually very bullish, uh, for, uh, of course, for our portfolio. So we're good here. But I do want to share something before we get to the markets today, uh, some analytics that we found really interesting, and a hat tip on this to Sentiment Trader uh, for sharing this. Uh, when the NASDAQ 100 makes a new high, after having not done so for 100 days, and this just happened, the end result is that over 14 instances going back to 1985, the S&P 500s continued to rise in all 14 of those cases. That's 100% probability over 14 cases since 1985 that the S&P 500 continued to move higher. Over 1, 2, 3, 6, and 12 months later, it's 100% probability from over 1, 2, 3, 6, and 12 months. I know it's a lot to take in, but here's the bottom line. When, what, when, when this happens, right, when, when the S&P 500 uh, breaks out based on the uh, uh, QQQ or the NASDAQ 100 hitting new highs after 100 days, the six-month average gain for the S&P 500 is 8.7%, and the 12-month average gain, again, from this point, for the S&P 500 is 13.3%. Happened 14 or 14 times, great average returns. If you believe in analytics, and we do here, they're never perfect, but they're a great guide for the smart money investors. What it tells us is the U.S. and global market will continue to live on, and buying dips is the smart play. The dips will be few and, and far between, especially in big bull markets. So we're watching earnings very closely. Again, we don't really care what the earnings are, we care what the reaction to those earnings are. That's the market telling you which way it wants to move forward next. So we're watching these very, very closely. Uh, let's see. Uh, VRA system sits at 10 out of 12. Screen's bullish. That is unchanged. Again, by dips. Uh, internals today were negative, uh, mixed to negative. Advanced decline was 1.5 to 1 negative. Up-down volume was even, actually. And uh, new 52-week highs surpassed 52-week lows, 192 to 164. Uh, going a little bit of reverse order here. Here's what the market did today, by the way. Dow Jones closed down 48 points. It's 26,511. No big deal. Uh, NASDAQ was higher in the day. Uh, Two-tenths of 1% at 8,015. Uh, the S&P 500 also was higher by about three points at 2,907. And the loser on the day was the Russell 2000, uh, down three-tenths of 1% at 1,560. Again, overbought pause. This is what it looks like. As long as earnings come in good, we, we all should be good to go. Seven of 11 sectors were lower today, led by real estate materials to the downside. Uh, energy, of course, was our biggest winner today, up uh, just over 2% for energy stocks. Of course, oil itself was up 2.6%. And I'll, I'll, I'll leave you with this. <clears throat> we are Bitcoin fans, and we, we have been for, for a long time. Uh, Tyler and I both started buying our first Bitcoin, and I believe it was about $600 a Bitcoin uh, about $5,300 of Bitcoin today. Of course, it hit almost $20,000. Uh, what was that? About a year and a half ago before the top. And uh, we're long-term investors here. 
I think the forecast, some of the forecasts are a little outrageous, but you got to remember with only 21 million Bitcoins in existence, it's not outrageous to say that Bitcoin's going to hit 100,000 to Bitcoin. Bitcoin will hit 100,000 to Bitcoin. The question is timing. Uh, but we like to use Bitcoin for a different reason. We believe, and we've written about this extensively, we've talked about it with our clients, we believe, maybe the first time we've talked about it here, but we believe that Bitcoin is the, it may be the risk-on to risk-off indicator of all. Uh, look at a chart of what Bitcoin did to, uh, in relative strength basis compared to, say, for example, the S&P 500. Uh, it, it led the way up even before the election. Bitcoin was skyrocketing, right? Led the way, first in, first out. Bitcoin rose, markets followed. Bitcoin then topped out at the end of 2018. Stock market didn't top out to the end of January 2019, okay? So you're starting to see the parallels here. I'm sorry, that was uh, uh, January 2018. I got uh, one year ahead there. Anyway, Bitcoin led the way up. The point is, led the way up and led the way down. Then, again, remember, risk on, first in, first out. Bitcoin bottomed about a month before the stock market did, this past uh, late November, December. Uh, it was the first to bottom and move higher relative to the S&P 500. And, and now that move looks to be picking up speed. Again, it's just one thought. It's one thought, you know, it's just one idea we have, but we watch it and we've talked about it because there has been no better risk on, risk off indicator than Bitcoin. Follow that away. Maybe it'll help you make some money in the markets. We continue to be very, very bullish on both uh, cryptos, particularly Bitcoin, and of course uh, the broad market. Um, again, oil closed up big today. Gold was up about twenty at twelve seventy-seven an ounce, and silver was basically unchanged at fourteen ninety-seven an ounce. Folks, hope you have a great night. As always, thank you for joining us here. My name is Kip Herridge. You can join us anytime for our updates of when this podcast. Uh, uh, publishes or join us for our, uh, our, our client newsletter at uh, VRAinsider.com. Again, VRAinsider.com. We'll see you back here again tomorrow after the close.